Hello, this is Collective Noun. For a high-quality program, press 1. You have pressed 2. This is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Yes, welcome to the show for another week. Hello, Zach. Hello, Dom. What an exciting time to tune in because I'm going to make a guarantee. And you know when I guarantee I'm mm. not mucking around, Dom. It's a seal of approval. It's like you're, it's your commitment to the listening public. But I don't know what you're guaranteeing. By 11.30 tonight, yep. we would have invented yep. a brand new soft drink. Now, oh, this will be no. a soft drink that everyone will be able to enjoy. That you listening right now yeah. at home yep. and you're sick of all the soft drinks in the world... <laughs> You're going to have a new one in the next half an hour. Well, I just don't... I mean, that's such an ambitious claim because I'm pretty sure it took years for Coke to become like a massive soft drink. I imagine it doesn't... You don't just invent one within half an yeah, hour. Yeah, but Coke was like 100 years ago. How yeah. far has technology come? So are you saying that you'll have one that's going to global, go global yep. and completely revolutionise the soft drink industry? No, I don't know about go global. Start small first. <laughs> okay, right. This is a start. I'll probably revolutionise Australia by the end of the week. And then after <laughs> next week, we can talk about global. This is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Zach, I, uh, I mentioned on the show a few months ago that I'd gone to a, a restaurant um, and noticed as I went up to pay the bill that they had a pile of dead cockroaches right next to the table where you pay the bill. Now, you said, Dom, this wasn't a coincidence. The cockroaches looked like they had been purposely mm. piled. Yeah. A human had piled them. Yes. And I pointed it out to the waiter who was serving me and said... Uh, have you seen the cockroaches there? And he said, almost with a tone of, of I should be impressed, yeah, there have been 10 tonight. <laughs> right now, almost like he was showing off, yes. right? And and it did occur to me, if you didn't know that cockroaches and that vermin were a bad thing to have in a restaurant, I suppose you could be like 10. We've got to hit double digits. Maybe the person didn't know. That's a good point. No, maybe they didn't. Here's the thing, though, is I the food at that place is so good that I decided over the weekend I'm going to go back, right? Okay, if, so the cockroaches didn't put you off. They didn't put me off. I thought, well, you know, they hmm. get the cockroach endorsement. There was 10 there. <laughs> the true. cockroaches obviously love it. <laughs> yep. They're onto a good thing. Well, I thought, how bad could it be, right? I mean, I'm sure it was a one-off. You should never, I think you should never judge somebody or something by just one bad experience, right? So I decided to go back. I went back and instantly as I sat down at my table, there was a dead cockroach next to my seat. And I thought, okay, well, we're not off to a flying start here. But that, I, I pushed through that. It was when I went up to pay the bill again, Zach, that this experience really went to the next level. What happened? So there's another pile of dead cockroaches. <laughs> this time a, I a would say- A separate one. A separate one. Not as many this time. Maybe four or five dead cockroaches. Yeah. Right. But above the pile of dead cockroaches is an A4 piece of paper with uh, dates written for the month. And next, <laughs> next to every date is a tally. <laughs> and it suddenly occurs to me, <laughs> this restaurant is tallying up how many dead cockroaches they get a night. Like, and we're assuming it's in a friendly competition. Yes. Not because, you know, health and safety regulations have no. said, hey, you need to meter how many cockroaches you're finding. No, they, it looked to me like they were doing it like a bit of a bit of banter in the kitchen. No wonder that guy was excited. He won the <laughs> office sweep. He probably gets a prize for catching 10 in a night. Here's the concerning thing. So the night I was there, they hadn't done the tally yet, but the night before it showed they'd had five. There was one night two weeks ago where I counted 36 was on the <laughs> 36. 36. That's a big night. That's a massive night, right? And there was a smiley face that had been drawn next to the 36 tally, right? Which is clearly, that's clearly the front runner for the month of September that's just 
just gone. Did they have like a four pieces of paper next to it? Like how many mice they found, <laughs> how many hairs in soups they found. They're just keeping a tally of all the faux pas. Right across Australia, you're listening to Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. NRL Grand Final was over the weekend. Dom, congratulations to the Melbourne Storm. Congratulations to Billy Slater winning the uh, Man of the Match honours there as well. However, it wasn't what happened in the game that was the most interesting thing to me. Mm. It was actually on Billy Slater's Instagram. Right, so he's the fullback for the Melbourne Storm. One of my favourite players, Dom. Followed him for a really long time. That's why I'm following him on Instagram. Right. And now when you think of like celebrity endorsements Mm. online, on Instagram, sponsored posts, you think of what, like cars? Yep. You think of watches. Well, I know a lot of of sports people I follow, even in the AFL, will regularly post... um, like, nice watch that I've got. And you're like, some menswear company has set you up with that. Uh, Billy Slater has my favourite celebrity endorsement of all time, bananas. <laughs> <laughs> what? Are you kidding me? Bananas. Bananas. Now, he just doesn't what? post about bananas occasionally. I've, <laughs> I've counted the banana post Billy's done. Billy Slater has done 18 banana posts on his Instagram. Now, to put that into context, he released a book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He posted about the book nine times. (laughs) So he's posted about Australian bananas and what's good about them. Double the amount of times he's posted about his own book. Sorry, I've just gone to Billy Slater's page. You are not wrong (laughs) on Instagram. There is a banana. You scroll down. You know how they have the grid of like nine photos? Yeah. Every nine photos, there's a banana post. Now, he's got stuff like he's holding a box of bananas. Yeah. He's asking people for (laughs) banana recipes. My favorite one was for the grand final, though, because he was obviously stretching for ideas. How can I link bananas to the grand final? (laughs) Have you found the one I'm thinking of? (laughs) Yes, I have. There's a bunch of bananas <laughs> that they've just put Melbourne Storm stickers on. <laughs> no, I found one even better. I can do you one better. What's that one? The State of Origin a few months ago when he was playing for Queensland. He's gone ready for today's training. And there's a bunch of his Maroons gear. And he's just subtly stuck in a few bananas That is a lot the of those. That's the majority oh, of them. The majority of him is heading off the training. Here's a bunch now, of bananas. I know, I know Billy Slater's from Innisfail in North Queensland. Are they known for bananas? I'd imagine that's a banana growing area. So when they think of who's the best person to promote bananas, yes. they think Billy. Yeah. Is that why? Oh, that's what I'd imagine. But I would love to know, because I imagine, you know, you promote maybe a, a, a car company. You get given a free car. Yep. Maybe let's say you promote watch company. You get a bunch of free watches. Yep. Is Billy just having a shipment of bananas on his is store? Is that his payment? Every single morning. Well, he has tagged Australian bananas in every one of them. And that's what makes me think it's a sponsored post. Right. However, mm. I do like to live in the world where <laughs> I'm imagining that he's not getting paid for it. And he just really <laughs> loves bananas. <laughs> this is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. This is Collective Noun's Out of Context News. Making Out of Context News tonight, Pauline Hanson streaked at the grand final. And he wanted my driver's licence, so I actually had to take it out. So that's been scanned. Right. So I'm in the system now. He said, you know, you're going to receive a warning for all this. Also, Kanye West doesn't understand rugby league. It's like a bouncing ball in a room of two cats. Or something. And Donald Trump didn't like the Richmond mascot at the AFL Grand Final. Get that son of a bitch off the field right now. Out. He's fired. He's fired. This is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. You've tuned in at a good time because we're just about to invent a brand new soft drink. Dom, you'll know over the last couple of days, mm. uh, Coke's new product, Coke Plus Coffee. Yep. has been going around the place. Everyone's so excited. So uh, is the... Because I did see someone just said it tasted a bit like a mocha. 
in my Facebook feed. I haven't tried Coffee Coke just yet, yep. but it is the latest in a long line of Coke plus something else. Well, do you know what happens, Dom? Yeah. Coke sets the trend, don't they? Mm. With, um, you know, remember Vanilla Coke? That's Once true. they started that, everyone started putting vanilla in everything. So I want to stay ahead of the curve. And okay. with your help tonight, yep. I think what we can do is invent the next soft drink that they're going to add coffee to. Right, okay. So in a similar way, I, did, I enjoyed a, a glass of Pepsi Max vanilla tonight. In a similar way, you're, you're adding Coke to the other, the, to Coke's competitors, you're adding coffee. Now, there's going to be two steps to this. The first step mm. is I want you to have a guess at what soft drink coffee has been added to. Okay, right. And then the second is we need an assessment as a guy in the lab. Yep. I want to know if that's the next big one. Right, That's okay. the one that we're going to make a million dollars off. So I guess I'm kind of in a focus group at the moment. Is that right? Yes. Great. Uh, but you are the focus group. Okay. okay. So it all rests on your shoulders. <laughs> well, if there's no one more in the country who's more experienced with soft drinks. So I I'm need you good. to shut your eyes while I fill out the first one. Guys, I'm right. pulling out the first soft drink. Yep. You'll uh, hear me opening it. I'm pouring it into the coffee, which I prepared earlier. So what's with what's, a coffee machine, uh, mind you? What what sort of ratio are oh, you going? Oh, with? Oh whoa, we fizzed over. I can't see. Have you fizzed? Really, over? really fizzy. So how much? What's the ratio? How much coffee to how much soft drink? So we're going with about one shot of coffee to probably 250 grams. Now that's fizzed up like a spider. Dom, I'm passing it over okay. to you now. I can look now. I saw your face light up with the word spider, so you're <laughs> delighted with that. This is our first one, Dom. What do you think of that? Take a slurp. Mm, okay. Oh, that's awful. That is the worst thing I've tasted in my life. Nope. It's, it's Fanta or Sunkissed, isn't uh, it? Oh, that was Sunkissed. Yes, correct. <laughs> well done. Uh, but no good. No good. Oh, that is... Imagine bitter Fanta hmm. or bitter Sunkissed is what I've just... That is awful. I had a little sip and it kind of tasted a little bit like toothpaste mixed with... <laughs> like... They, I guess you don't have toothpaste flavoured coffee, do you? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if they want to put that on the marketing campaign. All right, close Tastes your eyes. Next like one. toothpaste. Uh, got my second soft drink. All I think I source wonder, from the vending machine here. See, I wonder if Sunkist is a little too um, bright and sweet for a coffee. Coke's got a little bit of a, uh, I, I don't know, more more texture to it. Okay, I'm passing this one over. Dom. Again, it's fizzed up like Jeez. a um, spider. Okay. So, okay, we're this so, is a younger person's soft drink. I, I, do you reckon the, the competitor soft drinks have done this yet, or do you think we are really? Uh, this is what would be happening in boardrooms across right. the country at the moment. They'd be adding their morning coffees to every one of their products because mm. they're trying to leap off Coke's success. All right, so let's see what this one is. What's that one? That's not bad. That's not too bad, actually. Let me have another go at that. Hang on. Describe the flavor for us. It kind of tastes um, almost like an energy drink. Do you know oh, what I mean? Oh, you're really close. Am I? Yeah. Um, is it a V? No, it's no? Mountain Dew. Mountain Dew. Which okay. already has caffeine in it. So yeah, I think yeah. we might be getting at dangerous levels of caffeine there. So I wouldn't <laughs> drink too much of it. <laughs> yeah, we're going to be buzzing for the next hour. I mean, that, one's, that one's close. Coffee Mountain Dew. Much better than Sunkist. Right. I don't mind that Close one. your eyes for our last one, Dom. So okay. our front runner at the moment is Mountain Dew mixed with coffee, which you might see in a vending machine tomorrow if mm. this next one doesn't do any better. Yep. I'm um, mixing our last drink with the coffee right now. Mm. Are we getting It's a... changed color. Is it fizzing again? Uh, it's not fizzing this one. Okay. However, the mm. other ones didn't change color. This one has. Okay. No fizz on top, but uh, I'm passing it over. Give it a big loud slurp for us. This is what science sounds like. Oh, that's awful. 
What's oh, that one? That is, that is the worst of the three. Is that orange juice? Yeah, that's orange juice. Oh, that's not... <laughs> <laughs> well, I thought that could really revolutionise breakfast. <laughs> Just combine... <laughs> you, if you, instead of having an orange juice and a coffee, you could really cut down on time. Oh, that is actually... I have had a lot of bad things in my life. That is what I've just tasted. Orange juice coffee is the worst tasting thing I've ever had. Right. That is not good. All right. Well, we can throw that one out. But meanwhile, I'm just going to wash that down with a nice... <laughs> Some sweet mountain dewing coffee. I'm quite a fan. Gonna... You've heard it here first, yes. ladies and gentlemen. If you see it in a vending machine, yeah. if you see it in Coles, mm. make sure you let us know because they've ripped <laughs> off us. Right across Australia, you're listening to Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. If you've listened to the show before, you know each week we ask, beg, nay, plead for five-star reviews on the iTunes podcast store, a.k.a. the Collective Noun Forum, a.k.a. the happiest place on the internet. And look, all you have to do to get into the Collective Noun Forum is search for Collective Noun on iTunes, leave a five-star rating in the iTunes podcast store, then, Zach, you're in. You've paid your admission. You can write whatever you want and enjoy your day in the forum. Who do we have roaming this fine day? Well, first off, I think we should just mention we did uh, We did say last time on the podcast that we were shutting for maintenance for a week. Um, you do have the maintenance report in front of you. How, how did we come up? Just let us know how we, how we went. Uh, 100%. Go back up to yep. Oh, great. There were some termites in uh, one of the rides down the back. Yeah, great. Cool. But we sorted that out. That's not what you want no, on a ride. It's not structural issues. Yep. Uh, we got them out of there. They said they won't come back. Uh, we formed an agreement. Did you pay the extra for the the termite proofing this time? No, no. It was just a gentleman's agreement. Oh, right, okay. It was a handshake with the termites. <laughs> right. And I explained the situation to them, <laughs> and they said, "Well, geez, we didn't know that we were causing any issue." Right. See, that, they hadn't put two and together. Yeah. I understand where they're coming from. They want something to eat. Yep. Uh, we want a structurally sound ride. <laughs> but once we both uh, put our <laughs> thoughts on the table and each could understand where we're coming from, mm. I bought them some wood. Yeah, great. Lovely. As like a... Peace offering. Peace offering. Yep. They took that and they left. And I'm pretty sure they're not coming back. Can I just say, so often people think the only solution to termite problems is to exterminate the termites. They're very rational. Yeah. (laughs) They're rational insects and they're not given enough opportunity to show that. So rarely do people think, let's sit down and discuss the problem with the termites. I think that's the problem with the world, Dom. They just jump straight to calling the exterminator. And that's and not at the Collective Noun Forum. When we have an insect problem... We We send in the negotiators. (laughs) <laughs> that's that's the difference between us and us, us and other people. Uh, but yes, so the, the forum is back and running, and it's good to be back, Zach. Great to be back. Uh, Megan underscore MLR is first in the forum, and Megan just wants to touch on uh, one of the running themes of the show recently, Zach, which is the Christmas quota. That's right, Dom. You have been given three times. You're allowed to talk about Christmas between now mm. and December. Yep. Uh, you're skating on thin, thin ice. Well, some have suggested I might have used my three up. I yep. haven't yet brought Christmas back to the table. We're, we're not. It's it's in limbo that particular uh, scandal. But Megan just wants to. She's got a bit of a question surrounding the legalities of the Christmas quota. She just wants to know if it would be possible for me to use freedom to talk about Christmas because, after all, it is my own segment time. Or would that still be considered illegal? Uh, it would still be considered illegal because it's not about what context it was set in. It's about what went to air from your mouth. Right, now, okay. could I talk about Christmas? Yes, I could. Well, hold on a second. Because I don't have a Christmas agenda. Oh, right. See? <laughs> right. D- because I don't have a bias. So if I was to bring up Christmas, it yeah. would mean that it was really in the news that day. 
Okay, but sure. you are looking for the Christmas stories, yep. looking for the Christmas angles, mm. and therefore we have to put restrictions on you. Well, my question to you, Zach, is what, what do you think the chances of you bringing Christmas onto the show are? Uh, slim to none. <laughs> right. And that's why I have the freedom, because people know I won't abuse it. Look, I, I just think that uh, you do say uh, freedom's a segment where I can't be vetoed. Nobody can stand in my way in that moment. And now you're putting laws over freedom. I just don't. It sets a bad precedent, Zach. It, uh, honestly, it calls the integrity of the freedom segment into question. Well, we say that no one can veto, mm. but there is a fine print on that. I don't explain it during the segment because that would just really eat into our runtime, <laughs> which, to be honest with freedom, is usually quite long anyway. <laughs> really hitting seven to nine minutes there sometimes. <laughs> there was yep. that one with the international calls, oh, which was, I think we might have gone over ten. <laughs> Yeah, no, they, the regular feedback on that segment is, could be a bit shorter. <laughs> could be a little bit shorter. Yep. But uh, my point is, I'm wondering, is this like, you know how sometimes states have laws, but then the country has a law, and the, the country's law overrides the state's law? Yeah. Are you saying that maybe freedom has its own laws, mm. but the Christmas veto overweighs that? For example, would you be allowed to slander someone mm. <laughs> in freedom? <laughs> No, you wouldn't, because we right. both did the ethics training last week. Yeah, we did. And we know oh, that's wait. not allowed on the radio. You've done yours now? I did. Yeah. <laughs> right, okay, because you're a bit late with doing the ethics training. Yeah, there were a few emails. <laughs> that, uh, some stern emails sent my way. <laughs> but you, but I saw the error to my ways. <laughs> and I, um, look, all I'm saying yep. is if someone says you have to do this <laughs> online compliance or else you lose your job. <laughs> You get moving pretty quickly. <laughs> but you're all good now? You're ethical now? Yeah. I've uh, <laughs> gone over the terms and practices of broadcasting radio. Well, I'm, I'm glad to hear that, Zach. And I'm glad we can put that to bed for Megan underscore MLR. But the Christmas quota will be readdressed shortly on the show. Yes. I don't know. It's kind of, it is a bit of a game of chicken right now. Who's going to move first, you or me? It's a uh, stalemate. I don't but, really know. Uh, you know. I'm pretty confident in our side. Okay. Well, so am I. So, and I've got the power of Christmas magic on my side. So well, you keep saying that, but I've yep. never seen any proof of it. <laughs> well, it's because you're a cynic. Uh, next up, we have Nelson Doggy on the forum, Zach. And Nelson <laughs> just wants to, to pass on, look, firstly, a smiley emoji. And I love a smiley emoji in the Collected Down forum. I went to Ikea recently, Zach, and you yeah. know, I, I don't know last time you did an Ikea trip, mm. but as you're leaving, they have like a board of how was your Ikea experience today. Yeah, they have that at the bank as well, I think. Right. And so I don't know if the bank does this, but at Ikea, it's like six different emojis. No, you know where I saw it? Yeah. The airport. Really? Yeah. Right. So basically, just six different emojis, happy face, sad face, these sort of things, right? Yeah. And I, they're not really emojis, though, are they? They're like emoticons. <laughs> More reactions, yeah. Like the poo wasn't there. <laughs> but that would be a good indicator of unsatisfied. <laughs> um, well, that's true. But no, so you basically, you, you just hit one on your way out. Um, I what just, did you give it? I gave it a happy one. because it The was highest quite, happy? Yeah, the highest happy. It was quite a good experience at Ikea. And I'm going to take Nelson Doggy's uh, happy emoticon mm-hmm. as his review of his time in the forum. Certainly. Um, we should install one of those machines at the, on the we way should, out, by actually. the way. Put that down. Um, Nelson just wants to say that, uh, that he's excited for the return of the Facebook comments game. We've had a reboot. Mm. Uh, like Ghostbusters, yep. Spider-Man. Uh, well, I won't go through all the reboots because <laughs> we could be here for a while. Yeah. Um, Blade Runner. Yep. Coming Jumanji. Out in, coming out in a few weeks. Is Jumanji out yet? The new Jumanji? No. I'm looking forward uh, to that Jungle one. Book. 
Jungle Book? Anyway, yeah. these are all the reboots. <laughs> yep. uh, Facebook comments game is up there with those. Yeah, we'll so Just having a reimagining. For new listeners, maybe go back six months on the podcast. You can hear the old Facebook comments it game. It was a while ago. It was a long time ago. But you, you've been, you've had it on the whiteboard for a few months, Zach. You've been thinking, what can we do? This doesn't feel dead yet. And you've given it new life. And I kind of, that's what we do at the, the Collective Now and Forum. Well, you'd know that the place down the back that was actually being attacked by termites mm. was a warehouse to restore old segments. <laughs> you mentioned it was a ride earlier. Uh, some call it a ride because of the experience <laughs> they have in there. <laughs> it's quite exhilarating <laughs> to see the process. <laughs> and we've had Facebook comments game with a white sheet over it for a few months now. Yeah, yeah you've been tinkering with it. And uh, I keep, every time I walk yeah. past it, I ask you, what are you doing under there? Like in Fast and the Furious, when they <laughs> unveil the car that Vin's been working on. <laughs> yep. What's uh, Vin Diesel's character's name? <laughs> I haven't seen Fast and the Furious. Yeah, none of them. Of course I haven't. Uh, Vin's name is... Do you really think I would have seen Fast and the Furious? You know what? I reckon it probably is Vin. You reckon? <laughs> I reckon he just goes by his normal name. Oh, look, I'm going to have a quick Google of that one. Oh. Okay, while you Google, I'm going to try to get it. Yeah. See if I see if you can get it first. Me with Google's Dom. help. Is it Dom? It's Dom. No, oh, it is actually Dominic Toretto. Yeah. So when Dom's unveiling the car he's been working on, he'll have a sheet over the top and he'll go, yep, and unveil it. I'm don't, I don't recall the particular scene, but I'm sure that's in one of the movies because <laughs> that's a classic car thing to do. I didn't realize there was uh, such a cool character with the name Dom. I'm quite flattered by that, actually. Mm. With you and Dom from Fast and Furious, yep. what similarities do you think you guys have? <laughs> well, the same name. Yeah. Well, that's one. Yeah. It probably ends there, I reckon. I don't think... I mean, I haven't seen the film. You've seen it. You yeah. probably have a... Do you reckon... Well, he's like the leader of the gang. Is he? Um, he really likes racing cars. Well, I oh, do... You have a history in car ownership. I was going to say I did lead a gang. What was the gang? The Teddy Bear Club. Uh, club, <laughs> gang. <laughs> A little different. Maybe you can make a Fast and the Furious version of the Teddy Bear Club. <laughs> and I'm just in Build-A-Bear Workshop and I've got the sheet over the bear I'm building. You're Fast and the Furious. You could do a Fast and Furious movie, but yep. it would be uh, when Dom eats gluten. <laughs> and it's a race to the toilet. <laughs> Uh, that is all we got time for on the Collective Now Forum today. If you do want to be a part of it, all you have to do is go to iTunes, search for Collective Noun, leave your five-star rating as your admission price into the forum, write whatever you want, and we'll read it out next time on the show. Right across Australia, you're listening to Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Zach, I moved into a new house over the weekend, and when you move house, you, you always you want to get off to a good start with your new neighbours. Mm. Um, obviously, you you're sharing an area with them as long as you live there. And as you know, I didn't have a great reputation with my old neighbours. No, you had quite a few run-ins. Uh, the guy over the back fence didn't like how loudly you listened to your Netflix shows at yep. four in the morning. Fair enough. <laughs> yep. um, I think one neighbour complained about you mowing late at night as well. <laughs> That's right. I did mow at 2am once. Look, there was, there was, some, there was certainly some tensions in the old neighbourhood. It was a chance so for a fresh start. I really wanted, yeah, I really wanted to get things off to the right, uh, the right start. Uh, like in grade six when you changed school. <laughs> yep. And yep. this was your opportunity now to get in with the cool kids. That's, that's 100% it. And that's, I imagine what happened in this instance now mm. is probably a lot like what happened in year six. <laughs> Didn't end up in the cool group. <laughs> No, never made the cool group, unfortunately. Um, and also never did not get off to a good start with the neighbours. So the bathroom in this new house, it's a really lovely house. However, there is a slight design flaw. The bathroom has a window in it right in front of the shower yeah. that looks right onto the street. Yep. So when you're standing in the shower, you can see right onto the street and people, if they're looking, could see right in. Right. Uh, but didn't you renovate the house? Couldn't have you thought of that? Uh, apparently this one slipped through the cracks. Yep. Not entirely sure how. But I was pretty worried, Zach, because you know that I'm not comfortable being naked. <laughs> um, I get quite anxious around nudity. 
you were never nude up <laughs> until recently. Uh, there were some days in my life where I did shower in togs yep. because I was including that... a rashy. <laughs> well, I didn't. I, I I really didn't like being completely nude yep. in, where anyone could ever see me. So I imagine so, the window out onto the street is a big step. There was a lot of anxiety around this. Jumping into this shower, thinking anyone who walks past, if they looked up, might see me you know, completely bearing everything to the world. However, I was like, you know what? I'm, you know, I'm 24 now. Uh, it's time to grow up. Be a little bit confident, a little bit of a man. Why don't you just like put a towel over the window? Well, see, I needed your common sense over the weekend because I didn't do that. I just decided to go go for it, yeah. right? Just go for it. I'll be totally fine. What are the odds someone's going to look into the window anyway? It's like, you know, they need to specifically look in there. I need to look out. We'll be fine. However, <laughs> I'm in the shower. I'm in my shower bearing everything to this window, and I look up. Yeah, I've got to say, the first few minutes are great, loving the new shower. But then I look up, and there's this elderly couple walking their dog. I would say, like, maybe late 70s, at a guess. They're walking their dog, and I look up and see them at the exact same time they look up and see me completely naked. And I can hear from inside the shower the old woman gasp. <laughs> it's like a... <gasps> And they're just staring at me. Now, I don't know. What would you do in that situation? Would you... For you? Yeah, if I was you? If, if you're in that well, situation... Well, there's nothing you can do. Well, I mean, would you would you speak to them? Would you interact with them? Would you just pretend... Would you I had speak a... to them? Yeah, because that's what I did. <laughs> what? No! What if I... What did you do? <laughs> well, because they're like, they're like five metres away from me. I'm completely So it's quite nude. close, because I'm imagining, mm. you know, 20, 30 metres. Oh, not that. No, no, no. I mean, five, ten, I reckon. So I decided to speak well, wait, out. Okay. Mm. Is this a window literally <laughs> in the shower cubicle? Yes. Right. So, so they, you're like, you could put your hand out the window. Yes, pretty much. This is, you've got right, to imagine. So not a bathroom Zach, window. No, no, this is like, I'm framed to the world here. This is perfectly framing right. me. So I just, to try to break the awkwardness of the situation, because they're standing there silent, they keep staring, and I'm looking back at them not knowing what to say. I say, hi, we're the new neighbours. <laughs> Did you? Yes. And then I just saw, I heard that the man, I, I don't know who he was, but the man said to his wife, just move along, Margaret. <laughs> They just moved off with their dog. And now I, I don't know how to clear this up. I don't know what to do about my showering situation in future. Yeah. But I just feel like now my first interaction with my new neighbours on my brand new street is them seeing me nude. It was a weird one. So wait, wait. Is it a full length window? It's almost full length. Yeah. Yeah. It really was a big design <laughs> flaw, to be completely honest. What a weird <laughs> way to build a house. I also shouldn't put the address out there just in case <laughs> someone's going to yeah, walk up with a like camera. Yeah, there'll be like a whole crowd. <laughs> right. Australia, you're listening to Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. This is Dom's Google History. Dom, I think you can learn a lot about someone by what they search on the internet. That's why each week we go through your most recent Google searches and you have to explain why you Googled what you Googled. Okay, so we, we have been off for a week, Zach, so you've had a week's to go through. Yeah. What have you got? Um, okay, well, our first one was Sunday at 4.49pm. How many umbrellas should I own? <laughs> okay. Now, I have a, I have a... I know I sound like the idiot in this initial one, but ultimately you're going to see my reason. So I was at a shop that had umbrellas for sale, and as I'm walking out, they said, do you want an umbrella for $10? Mm. And I was like, no, I'm all good. And they said, how many umbrellas do you have? And I said, I've got one in my car and one at home. And they said, every person should have three umbrellas. And I was like, what? 
I did. I have not heard that rule before. Their reasoning was you should have one in the car, one at home, and a backup in case yep. one of them breaks, right? Mm. So I bought an extra umbrella, but I was, <laughs> I was leaving, okay. and I was thinking, have, have you ever heard the three umbrella rule before? I haven't. No. I haven't heard any rules relating to umbrellas. <laughs> Up to this point, yep. I thought you were allowed to have as many or as few umbrellas as you want. I'm quite scared that there's been this law that I was unaware of that well, everyone has to have three umbrellas. How many do you have? Well, I've been operating illegally, obviously, <laughs> because I don't own an umbrella. You don't own any? Uh, well, <laughs> there's an umbrella in the household. Okay, right. But I, 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 don't I, know I guess the... that's shared between my wife and I. Anyway, I googled it. I couldn't find any legislation. or That any... hasn't been through Parliament? I, yeah, I reckon they might have made that one up on me. But I they, reckon they got you. They, they sold me an umbrella, so good on them. The next thing you googled, Friday, 3.19am. Where to report UFO sightings. <laughs> you've got your umbrella, you've gone out and about, and you've seen something in the sky. Well, okay. Now, I don't know how to say this without you thinking I'm sounding crazy, mm-hmm. but I'm pretty sure I saw a UFO. Well, you could see a UFO, an uh, unidentified flying object, but yep. you think you saw an alien ship? I, I think I saw an alien spaceship. Yeah, I do. I was, well, there's a chance. You're right. You do sound crazy. <laughs> I was driving home late at night, yeah. and there was this, this thing in the sky, this light in the sky, and it was moving much faster and much lower than like a plane normally would. Yeah. So, it was, and, and I was trying to figure out what it was, and I like kept following it with my eyesight, and then it just disappeared. Hmm. Got no. What on earth could that have been? Right. What could it have been? I don't know. My, could have been a lot of things. My dad thought a helicopter, yeah. which is Did a chance. Did it sound like a helicopter? Uh, I couldn't tell. My windows were up. But but it, it was moving at a pace consistent with a helicopter. Yeah. So you could say it was a helicopter, but I don't know. Did you report it to X-Files? Or? Uh, uh, weirdly, there's no... Do you know there's no place to officially report this stuff? My friends thought they saw one once and they called Channel 10. <laughs> and Channel 10 were like, oh, okay, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, what do you want us to do with this? <laughs> well, they are eyewitness news. I'll call Channel 10 tomorrow. Uh, to be fair, I have never seen in the 6 o'clock report them open with um, local man <laughs> thinks he saw a UFO. <laughs> but I, oh, look, I will let Channel 10 know. Now I know where to send my, my UFO sighting. The last thing you Googled was Tuesday at 2.15am. Can I speed up my facial hair growth? <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, I... I don't know if it's a lack of testosterone in my body, but I can't really grow facial no, hair. No, you can't, and you keep trying to. Oh, well, I just think... Do you think I'd look good with a beard? No. Don't you? I, thought, uh, I guess so. Yeah, I reckon... I think it might suit my look, right? Yep. Kind of kind of a bit friendly and a bit mature. Um, anyway... Oh, you mean Santa. <laughs> <laughs> That's your real inspiration, your love of Christmas. And I've got two months to grow a beard that long. Um, but no, basically I was wondering, you know how like you'd use fertiliser, like on plants? Yeah. Is there like a facial fertiliser? Oh, you know that like hair growth stuff that Warney advertises? <laughs> yes, yeah. Do you want that? Can yes. you use that on your chin? Yeah, the advanced hair studio or whatever. Can they do something on my, my face too? I don't think so. Can they? Uh, well, everything I found said that hair had to be there in the first place. Yeah. For them to be able to. So, warning stuff is hair regrowth. Yeah. Mine would be first time growth. You need like plugs or something. <laughs> hair extensions put in. Can my you get face. a wig for your chin? I'm sure you can, I'm sh- but I, I, they're probably more for uh, Snow White parties rather than realistic looking ones. We are going to find Dom a chin wig <laughs> before the year's out. Right across Australia, you're listening to Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. This is Collective Noun's Pet Name Game. The game anyone with a pet can play. Give us a call on 131060. All you need to do mm. is you tell us the name of your pet. From yep. that information, we are able to figure out 
what type of animal it is. Natasha in Newcastle is first up tonight. Natasha, what's your pet's name? My pet's name is Snow. 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 All right, well, I'm thinking, is it a white animal, like a very white fluffy animal, or is it a relation maybe to Jon Snow from Game of Thrones? Okay. It's not a dragon, I wouldn't think. You wouldn't think so. I'm thinking I'm a cat, and this is why, because Snowball is in The Simpsons. That's true. And it's a cat. You know what? We always say with the pet name game theory, you've got to go with your first instinct. Natasha, is Snow a cat? No, she's not. What is she? (laughs) Yeah, I'm pretty sure I know what she is. Oh. (laughs) What is it, Natasha? She's a rabbit. A rabbit. No, that makes sense. Should have got that one. Should have got it because, you know, in the snow, Mm. that's why they're white, so they get camouflaged, I think. That's not a true fact, is it? Why animals are white. Well, polar bear, why is it white? Well, I would just imagine because it's hung around snow a lot. I didn't think it was a camouflage thing. That's pretty smart, if so. All right, Jess is in Melbourne. <laughs> Jess, what's your, what's your pet's name? Hello, Jess. Hey. What's your pet's um, name? My pet's name is Bowie. Bowie. Okay, David Bowie. What was David? What would David Bowie be associated with animal-wise? Anything on your mind? Yeah, well, he had the spiders from Mars. Is that one uh, of his d- songs? Uh, Ziggy Stardust and the Spiders from Mars was an album. But also, I'm thinking Boa Constrictor, a type of snake. I don't know if you can keep Boa Constrictors as pets, can you? Yeah, like a python. I'm pretty sure Boa Constrictors are the, the Amazon ones that kill people, aren't they? Well, all snakes have the potential to kill you. <laughs> so, a helpful <laughs> being safe around animals. What do you reckon, a spider or a snake? Uh, Both as dangerous as each other. Yeah, you know what? I was going to say because of uh, stardust, starfish. But you, you've won me over yep. to going with spider, I reckon. Jess, is Bowie a spider? No. No, he's not. What is he? He's a cat. All right, we well, weren't. Not going well. But <laughs> really, uh. Weren't even right in the same ballpark on that particular one. I've got a good feeling about Carly in Sydney, though. Mm. Carly, what is your pet's name? My pet's name is Tonka Truck. Tonka Truck. All right. All right. Okay, so... Well, it's definitely been named by a child, Actually, I believe. I don't want to offend Carly. Well, no, Actually, let's clear that up. Carly, who did name the pet? I named him. Ooh. Were you a child at the time? No, I was 25. Okay. All right. My apologies <laughs> to Carly. <laughs> yeah, okay. Maybe the animal ate a Tonka truck. Maybe it, it stood on a Tonka truck. Uh, maybe it's built like a Tonka yeah, truck. Yeah, and maybe it's... it's What are yellow pets? What could be a yellow pet? A fish, I reckon. Fish. Tonka truck, the fish. Also, a fish... Naming a fish doesn't have as much riding on it. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Because you can't yell Tonka truck down at the dog park. No, you but can't. But a fish, you don't have to call. Should we go... Well, should we go fish? I've got a good feeling. Carly, is Tonka truck a fish? No, he's not. He's a horse. <laughs> A horse. horse. Now, Carly, we can't let you go without asking why Tonka Truck? Because he was built like a truck. He was so fat. Right. Okay. But Tonka Trucks are small. You know that. (laughs) No, they can be big. Can they? I thought Tonka Um, was like a toy. You wouldn't think anyone's rocking up to work sites around Australia tomorrow in a Tonka Truck. But I guess, you know what, that's that's not a successful night for the pet name game, Zach. Uh, no, that's zero three. from three. Yeah. Um, Got to dust out the cobwebs, get going again. I mean, really, I think we might have lost it early on when we when we, we thought Bowie might have been a boa constrictor. Nah, stand by that. It's <laughs> a good name for a snake. This is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Now, Zach, obviously, uh, you know, I'll, I'll be careful where I tread here, but North Korea has been in the news a little bit Whoa. lately. Okay. <laughs> we don't usually tackle... Uh, such, mm, 
delicate topics no. at one in the morning. No, we really don't. But I, I'm just going to bring North Korea up briefly. And because... do you have an idea on how we can resolve the conflict? <laughs> I, I can't help you out there, but I know that we've had, everyone's had their, all the politicians have had their take on North Korea, right? Yep. We've heard Trump's thoughts on North Korea. Uh, Malcolm Turnbull's spoken about the threat, right? However, I think the world has been waiting for my mum's take on the North Korea Judy Fay, what does she think? So she was telling me over the weekend, she's like, you know, Dom, I just don't get this North Korea thing. And I'm like, what do you mean, mum? And she's like, well, Kim Jong-un. Obviously, everyone says he's, you know, a bit of a power-hungry dictator in North Korea. Okay. And she said, but every time I see him on the news, he's got the loveliest smile and I just want to give him a cuddle. Right. She doesn't, she doesn't buy it. <laughs> she said, she said the phrase, I think I kind of like Kim Jong-un. <laughs> she thinks she kind of likes him. <laughs> yeah. My, right. my, my mum's a fan of Kim Jong-un. Not his policies. Not no. the way he runs a country. She just thinks he's got a really lovely smile. She likes the haircut. Yep. <laughs> likes what he's putting out in the world. Yeah. Well, do you think mm. your mum is a warm, motherly figure? She is. Could a hug from a mother solve the world's <laughs> problems? Saying, Maybe <laughs> if she got in a room with Trump and Kim and she gave each of them a hug... It would solve both the problems. <laughs> all they've needed all along was a mum who loved them. Yeah. My mum can solve the world in, in one and hug. And she'll uh, make a nice warm cup of milk and some choc chip biscuits, and everyone sits down and talks about their differences. So <laughs> uh, we've got time for on the show tonight. If you want to hear the full show back, search for Collector Now on iTunes. You can download the podcast there. Until tomorrow night at 11, that's us out. Bye. <laughs> from Collective Noun. Grab podcasts and videos online on Facebook at Collective Noun Comedy.